Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 198, the Murkrow episode. I didn't know why I didn't think of this for all the random numbers where we don't have anything. Pokemon numbers. Such a good idea. Uh, never so, watched Pokemon, never did Pokemon. Never played Pokemon at all? No, Yu-Gi-Oh guy. So you, so you don't know what a Murkrow is? No, I'm not familiar. Well, he's Pokemon number 198. I'm Trey. I'm joined by my good friend Cam. We got another connection episode for you. Uh, how we doing, Cam? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, oftentimes people are, um, the people that are late on the show are the usual suspects, so we're going to carry, no big deal. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tucker gives excuses, at least. Tucker says, hey, I'm going to be late. You know, he works a job late at night. You know, we understand that. Dylan just goes radio silent. And is he here? Did he text or is he here? He's here. He's here. Okay. So I'll, I'll stop giving him shit. Um, so it's Cam, Dylan, and myself. Dylan's still getting strapped into the computer. But um, all right. Winners and losers off rip. Um, Vikings lose Kirk. Cam, is this affecting the playoff take? Do you think this is a loser take now, or uh, are we just holding on still? Well, I mean, it's still on for now. I just have a curse, I think, on me when I make these kind of takes. The Broncos are trash when I make the take that they're going to win. The Saints are boring and pretty bad. The Jets uh, lose Aaron Rodgers when I say that they're going to make the AFC Championship. So, I got to stop making these predictions, or if I do make them, I got to start making them about teams I don't like. So for now, it's on. I hated the Dobbs move. I'm sure we'll get into it, but uh, whatever. We'll ride with it. Um, we also had the Raiders firing Josh McDaniels. Sets up my take for Belichick ending up the coach there. Um, so that's a potential winner. Uh, Cam, in the interest of the Broncos, maybe maybe not that terrible. Won this week against the Chiefs. First time since 2015. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. That could have been another take. Is that I'm doubling down on it. I think I was out on them last week, and then they started to play good again. So whatever I say, the opposite will happen. You should start fading yourself. Um, speaking of fading yourself, Waste Takes Parlay. Um, not good. We lost immediately after recording on, uh, Thursday night. We went, Tucker put in the Thursday night game and, um, the Bills did not cover. Uh, so that's a loser. Um, I forget what my bet was. I think it was the Lions, correct? Or the Eagles. Did the Eagles cover? I don't remember everyone's records. I don't remember the bet. It ended so long ago. Um, I can look it up. But before we come back to that, we have a poll winner. And the hot are staying absolutely hot. Dylan's taken home his fourth point in a row. Thank you. Thank you. He has now drawn within four of Cam. Uh, Dylan. Making it interesting. What is the secret to your success? And I want to go to Cam and get a, get a nervous factor. Um, mm-hmm. I've been watching some 
I don't know, some sports radio recently, and uh, I don't think you can watch sports radio, but anyway, sorry, I'm eating oatmeal, I'm hungry, it's been a late day, I don't even like oatmeal, um, and it's helping me to get a better understanding of some of the things going on, so I can formulate some better takes. It's just research. I'm just spending more time in the lab, you know, putting things together, letting the brain work how it needs to. It's paying off recently. Cam, did you take the Vikings last week in this in this bet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cam, how, how nervous are we right now? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm extremely nervous. And the reason being is nothing what Dylan said. It was a great cover-up story. I want an audit. <laughs> I want an audit. On his tweets shared. Uh, do we share them with? Um, I don't share. I don't, I don't tweet. He's showing them to his text messages, buddies. Um, it's just too, it's too perfect that every time when I voted on the poll, there was uh, two votes for Trey, one for me, none for Dylan, and then all of a sudden he gets the next three votes. It just doesn't seem, it doesn't add up to me. <laughs> and, uh, the timing of it all. Trey posted poll. I went in. I voted for myself, naturally. And I think there were two other votes. And they were both. There was that. No. I oh, voted yeah. for mine when I, when directly after tweeting it. When I click on the votes, I, it doesn't change the the percentage after I click on it. Like, I have no idea what it is before the end because I click on mine and it doesn't make any sense. I mean, something fishy going on, potentially. Maybe take audit. Uh, but Dylan is on a heater. I don't know how many four-week stretches, how many month stretches we've had in this show with four straight winners. I don't know if it's been done. Um, I feel like if it I'm has, it would have been... I'm sure you did it. I'm sure Cam did it. And I'm pretty sure I did it in the off-season when we used to record in Tucker's weird apartment next to the castle. Quite possibly. Um, but anyways, we got a race for first. Not so much for... Not really, though. No, I wouldn't be worried. I don't know. You've made up four points in four weeks with... Quite a ways to go. You could pull together a couple. Even if Tucker and I are able to pick up a point here and there, that's not necessarily bad for you. So Cam's got to start coming with heat. Our Ways It Takes parlay is 1-7 overall. We Pretty are good. all sitting at 4-4 four and four except for Cam. Tucker's 4-4. Four and four. I'm 4-4. Four and four. Dylan's 4-4. Four and four. I have gone 0-4 at the past four weeks. In my so he's, yeah, you're trading parlay wins for take point wins. So what do you want more? Taker of the year or money? Who knows? Um, and Cam, you're at four, two, and two. So four wins for everybody. One win for the pot. Not great. Um, any other winners and losers other than our teams both being losers? But I'm sure we'll talk about that. No. All right, wait to take. Who's got a wait to take? No, I'm just. I got one, and it's gonna win. <laughs> Let's hear. It. Um, it is the pander take of the century. It's what all the Patriots fans and followers need to hear. Um, the Patriots are so clearly 
lost without Tom Brady. And they say it every week. Sometimes there's hope for you guys. Like when you beat the Bills and then you get uh, smoked by the, the Raiders, who are now probably the worst team in the league. Um, it's an up-and-down season, but ultimately it comes back to one factor. You guys aren't good unless Tom Brady is somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and on the field, in some regard to controlling the game. It's not enough for him to be in the box. It's not enough for him to be shining the light uh, at Gillette, ringing the bell, whatever they do. Um, so he's got to be, he's got to be, they got to bring him back. So uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say that not Tom Brady is going to be the next head coach of the Patriots. It's, it's not going to work. He's got ownership in the Raiders and there's a lot of different uh, factors that are not going to be right there. But the Patriots will not win a playoff game until Tom Brady is the head coach of that team. Or at least a GM or some sort of prominent factor in the Patriots camp and staff, they won't win a playoff game. They made the playoff, they didn't win that game, of course, they got blown out um, since. But I don't think that they're in any shape to, to move forward. I think they are a bottom five uh, looking future team in the league. They don't have any talent that I don't think they're going to keep anyway that is young besides like Christian Gonzalez, maybe Kyle Dodger. Um, I think that uh, Tom Brady is the only thing that can save them, and they're going to realize that within the next 10 years or so when they don't win a playoff game, and they, they need to get him back involved. And he'll immediately have an impact for first year. All right. Um, so essentially what you're saying is that the Patriots are never going to win a playoff game because there's no way Tom Brady will ever want to be a football coach. He is too, yeah, there's no chance. too much of a I, I said GM and, and uh, some part of the organization and a staff or ownership. What about like an advisor or, role? Would you count an advisor role? I'd take any sort of payroll. Okay, so he just needs to be paid by the Patriots to do, do work. Or own yeah. part of it. <laughs> okay, this is the take. Until he's back on Patriots payroll. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Um, he's magic. Everybody knows that. It has now been established that he made the career, not only of Bill Belichick, but of many other coaches in this league. Look at all the dudes from the Patriots tree that have had a chance. Um, Patricia, Judge, McDaniels, Bill O'Brien. I think Bill O'Brien has the highest win percentage of any Belichick coach. Maybe, but Vabral wasn't his coach. Um, anybody from his tree... With that 52%. Any Brady coach. So. Yeah. Any, um, well, still, yeah. Any Brady coach, but anybody from Belichick's tree since Brady, I think Bill O'Brien has the highest at 52%. So it's pretty bad. He made everyone's careers. That's becoming more evident every day, especially with the firing of McDaniels for the second time. Um, yeah, no, he, he's magic. And as we've established on this podcast, Wherever he goes, championships follow. Um, you know, you wonder why Florida has been so good in sports the past couple of years. Not only because he, you know, went down there to play, but he's he's staying down there. He's living down there. So, yeah, I agree. This team um, sold its soul when it let him go. They they cast out 
You know, it's like they, when, when Christ was crucified, you know, and they're going to pay for it. So I agree. And I'm hoping that they can somehow um, bring him back in some capacity. I just highly doubt that he will ever want to be involved in a any NFL organization other than that owner level, which I don't know if that would technically count as payroll, but I imagine it would count for the tape. Uh, Tucker, welcome to the show. Um, what was the tape? Well, we'll let Dylan respond to it, and we'll see if he can pick it up. Uh, it was uh, Patriots aren't going to win a playoff game until Tom Brady is on the payroll in some capacity. All right. Are you going to respond to I, I simply will agree because I had the take before it was national take worthy of wherever Brady goes, he brings wins with him. So uh, that was years ago. That was at the, the apartment, Tucker's apartment. Um, so, yeah, I would have to agree. Put him back on payroll in some capacity. Maybe he's uh, a quarterback coach or, like, a mental coach or something. You know, when they're back home before before home games or something or in the offseason. So I could see it. They should sell him, like, 10% of the team. They should just just as a thank you. They should give it to him. Uh, Tucker, um, shut up. I I don't like this take. Um, this is another one of these dumb takes where it's just like this team will never be a team middle after Tom Brady. Like that's it's the same thing as saying like the Steelers will never win another Super Bowl until yeah. They middled for three years and they're finally tanking. And now have which regressed. Is what they should have done from the start. So they're digressing. You agree? Yeah. No, they <laughs> had a bad QB. Like I'm. They do. You don't hit on every QB. They had two again. bad this QBs. Franchise will never be good again. It is the end of the world because Tom Brady isn't. Ah, it's just so annoying. It's overplayed. It's overdone. We get it. All right. Like, all right, all right. Everyone liked it. Put me wrong. Like, oh, I hate it. Put I me hate wrong. it. One time. Win a playoff game. I guess this is you? Yeah, that was them. Oh, yeah, it like, was me. So you're probably just mad because you thought it was me. No, no, no. That's funny. Okay, that's way funnier now. Um, I don't know. Like, all these great franchises, what have they done since their star QB left? What has the Saints done since your QB left? Freeze has left. Yeah, but no one cares about the Saints. What's like all of these teams? Yes, when when a historically good QB goes, the team does get worse. I have a question, and it takes a while to rebuild. Like it happens with every single French. Yeah. How many of these teams that have lost legendary quarterbacks have the greatest coach of all time as their GM and coach? I mean. The Saints would say Sean Payton was. I don't so. think they would. They love Sean Payton. I think, yeah, he they was do. A guy. Right. And guys, it turns out Sean Payton was a big dumb idiot. You guys earned all this hype by winning your six. That's what it comes with. By winning your six, mm-hmm. it comes with you guys are not allowed to do that. So yeah, I agree. No, you're right. You're right. You know what, Tim? Actually, I kind of can't understand that. We are. Right. It's going to happen. You are. No, it makes it sense. It makes sense. Okay, yeah, but in, in 20 years, they're going to look at us like the Cowboys now. Like, look at those losers. 
Um, Unless Brady goes back. Yeah, and we'll, like. Do you think if Brady yeah, comes back, it'll be good for the Cowboys fan in the '90s, and it's sick to grow up as a Patriots fan in the 2000s? Like, just awesome. Do you think if it would Tom be a good Brady thing? Tom Brady stepped on a football field right now and with pads, random team pick your choice. Is he a top 15 QB? Yes. I don't think so. Yes. I know. I know. Like, I, I, like, he was borderline last year. He hasn't trained at all. I don't think he's a top fifteen QB right now. He makes the playoffs. I think. I think he, I think like, he the, takes I think a team like the Vikings. Team. He probably takes a team like the Vikings to the Super Bowl. I know. <laughs> he really <laughs> might. Or the Lions. Lions. No, Lions are good though. I'd rather have Jared Goff. One hundred percent. I actually have a take that's kind of similar to this. It is a curse take. It was not the Patriots. Um, now this take may have been made years ago, but I think it's just all the more uh, relevant now. And if it is has been made, I will try to pivot. Pivot. But the uh, Las Vegas Raiders fired their head coach and their GM uh, on Halloween. After a year and a half, which is very, very bad. And I think Mark Davis... Is this going to have to do with the, uh, with the like, supposed Halloween costume he had? Or is that proven false? No, I don't... I haven't seen it proven false, but I also don't believe it. It sounds too what ridiculous. Is, I, I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear this. Um, allegedly... I think we should bring this up. Allegedly, he dressed up like the owner... And the owner sent him his. He is the owner loves PF Changs. It's like a known thing about yeah, him. The owner owns PF Changs. Right? He owns it. That's like, yeah, no, they. He owns the chain PF Changs. Oh, I don't like. I don't like that as much. Then I thought he just really loved it. Either way, sent him PF Changs for lunch, being like, "Nice costume. You look just like me." And in the fortune cookie, it said, "You're fired." I don't think that's true, but that's the report from some sus sources. But my take is. The Raiders have had a hell of a run over the past three years. Uh, this, uh, recently Chandler Jones losing his mind. Um, the game the other night where Devontae Adams was open the entire game and Jimmy, you know, the handsomeness couldn't pick it up for him. Uh, they had the Henry Ruggs incident. They had a slew of bad draft picks. They had uh, another guy get arrested. They've just been awful. And they are going to go get out and get a new head coach now, um, you know, next year for next year. And it probably won't be the guy and he'll probably be fired within a couple of years. I'll say this for McDaniels. He wasn't good there. He probably should have been fired eventually. I don't think they were going to get much better under him and Ziegler, but it's a bit premature. You got to give a guy three years, I think in a head coaching spot to let, to let the old guys go away and the old contracts get off the books and allow that those draft picks to develop and see how he does. But anyways, he was a bad coach. He did not have a good record. 22% of his wins came against the Patriots, which is just awesome. Um, but they, the Raiders are cursed. And I'll tell you when the curse began. They had their head coach, Rich Bazakia. And I am saying the Raiders are under the Bazakia curse until he is made the head coach of the Raiders. They will never make the playoffs. That's my take. And if he dies before they do it, then they will never make the playoffs again. 
Trey, I don't know if you, this, this is absolutely insanity connection. Um, as you were just going through your take, I had a picture. Um, I was looking at something CBS Sports posted, and it was talking about Risk Passaccia. As, as the, many of our fans know, Risk Passaccia is a, um, a huge fan of the show. Fan of the show. Yeah, Friend of the we, show. We congratulated him on his coaching job. We reached out to him um, and his people. I got his number, whatever. Um, and I absolutely love this take. This is 100% true. Rich was the guy. Talked to him in length and in detail. I think we tried to get him on the show. Um, scheduling conflict, I believe. Scheduling issue on our end. We were a little too busy, I yeah. think. Um, but uh, this is absolutely a, a true statement. Rich deserves the world. Um, and they threw him out in the cold. I almost hope that, uh, you know, they offer him up the job and, and, and he declines it. So the Raiders just continue to, to spiral. Where but, is uh, he now? Is he in it's like Green Bay? Isn't he in Green Bay, I think? Um, not sure where he is now. I, I talked to him recently and trust him up there, but, you know, it's, it's all personal. How's the family? Not really about work. Yeah. All right, Tucker? Uh, I love this thing. I do kind of agree with you it's too soon. I think there's, like, a new generation of just, like, instant results are needed. I think that's on the QB end and on the uh, coaching end. But it's just like, oh, well, they didn't win immediately for us. So we need to just go until we find, like, the guy that can turn around the franchise in one year. It's my same problem with why the Red Sox are a kind of bloom. It's just – if you're going to have a new guy come in, change the culture, change the entire process, you got to give him time to do it. Like, I mean, the guys that he drafted are first-year, second-year guys in the NFL. You don't know. Like, they could pan out. They could all pan out and be superstars in five years. I mean, knowing how the Raiders draft, probably not. But, uh, yeah, I just – I do agree with you, though, that it's just too soon. And I think that the pickup of, like, a guy like Jimmy G, I feel like he was already on the hunt. You don't pick up Jimmy Garoppolo – to be the face of your franchise because you believe he's the actual guy for the future. It's just like, okay, we need to win some games this year. We can't just run out a rookie or work on developing the team and like get a guy in the draft. It's like, we need to win some games. Right. They shouldn't now. have pushed car. Out. That was a mistake. Did, was he pushed out? Yes. Okay. Then yeah, that was a huge, mistake. I mean, I mean, he, you're probably not going to win a Super Bowl with him, right? But you don't push him out. You draft, you develop, and then you then you get rid of him. You know, you don't just trade him for another bum. Especially when you had a great. receiver come to you to play with him in Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae Adams is pissed too about it. Yeah, he'll be gone. He tonight. said something. He's like, I came here to play with Derek. I probably wouldn't have signed here if he wasn't here. Yeah. Like, um, I kind of love that those two are just boys. Is the curse on, Tuck? I, you know what? I'm in on this curse. I'm in. Uh, they went seven and five under Basaki, and they've gone. What was it, Cam? You just said the thing nine and nine and sixteen since. That was when they made a playoff push two years ago. Yeah, they, they made the playoffs. They yeah. should have almost. A lot of people argue that there was a penalty that wasn't or a whistle or something. And that was a burrow. 
throw through the touchdown against the Raiders and somebody's oh, yeah, he playing was out of bounds. Oh yeah, false whistle. Um uh, that was a crazy time, too, because they had to get rid of Gruden because of all the stuff he said, and then they had the Henry Ruggs oh, thing. Yeah. So it was like a horrible time for the organization. He came in and turned them into a 7-5 and five win team under him. The guys loved him. Everybody loved him. They played for him. Uh, Dill? Um, I mean, I'd like to take. I tend to agree. Uh, I, what is that guy up to? I think he's in Green Bay. He's a special team special coordinator. Team. I mean, which, Cam, what's your thoughts on special teams for a becoming head coaches? Which they got that dog here, in them. Is, is probably the only one I see. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is a special teams coordinator oh. originally. Was, it, was Bill Belichick at one point? No, he was always defense. Um, I mean, friend hey, of the show. One fast side of the game. We're a rich podcast, and I support the rich curse. I now hate the Raiders. I'm out on the Raiders. Hate them all. Except for Jimmy. It's not his fault. Um, I like Max Crosby. Yeah, he's, he's all right. He seems like a crazy person. Definitely is, but he's very good at football. Uh, all right, who's got to take? Uh, me, right? I'm last. Tucker has uh, Me still, but I'm ready as well. If you need me. Go well, ahead, I'll take you back because mine's about the <laughs> Um. So the Raiders, we just talked about all, all the things, firing the coach. Uh, what I'm going to touch on is um, Jimmy G being benched. Um, I think, like, not only do I think that firing Josh McDaniels is an overreaction, I think benching Jimmy is also an overreaction. Uh, people are going to hate that because of how poorly they think. He played last week, which is true, very poorly. Um, the man is still handsome. He's still handsome, uh, but he's three and three this season. The, uh, the Raiders are three and five. Two of their losses are when he didn't start, and he had one extremely bad game last week against a good team. And uh, I know his stats aren't great, a lot of picks, not as much yards as usual. But again, that that could be that could come down to some coaching things as well. Maybe not all his fault. I think it's just a major overreaction. We've said it multiple times before. He's a proven winner. Proven. Every people don't like him. I think I think it's within reason to think They're that he's maybe not as good as some of his stats are. Um, but I think this is an overreaction. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see why they would define their season after this one bad outing and go, go with a rookie, uh, who, you know, is a fourth rounder, but after signing Garoppolo for three years, 72 million or whatever it was, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I think they're, I think I think this benching might be short lived. I think it, I think they're gonna screw their heads back on, and in, in three weeks he's gonna be playing again when they're three and seven. I'll tell you what it is. Is that the take? He's coming back. Yes. I just think it's an overreaction. Okay, I could say he's an overreaction. He'll you don't have to. No, you don't have to get him for ten. 
you don't have to give a prediction. That's we've kind of gotten to this thing in in ways of takes where it has to be a prediction. It doesn't. That's a take that it's an overreaction. So if you want to leave it there, you can leave it there. Well, I'll say he'll be starting again in three weeks. It's not a very wasted take, though. It's an overreaction to bench a QB. Um, I like this take more. I think I I have a counter take to explain Dylan's take. There's some rumors that uh, Mark Davis, there's something about him not being able to pay his inheritance tax or something I've like that. I've heard this. He's broke. He's trying to value up the company itself. To Tom Brady. And the team <laughs> sucks right now. The team, like, actually sucks. And I think that'll have, like, being a decent team versus a bad team. In the grand scheme of things, it shouldn't have that much of a factor in terms of the value of the organization because, like, there's so much that goes into it. But uh, it'll probably be, like, a $500 million difference if the team's good or not right now. So he's panicked. Mark Davis is in full panic mode of, oh, no, how do I make it so my team is worth money? So he's doing whatever he can to win right now. He needs anything. He got Jimmy Garoppolo in there. It didn't work out, so he benched Jimmy Garoppolo. People were saying that they liked Aiden O'Connell. People hated uh, the coach, so he's like, fine, the coach is fired. Everyone's fired. We're just going to start from scratch. He's panicking. Mark Davis is in full panic mode. Yeah. Um, I... I like the take just because I think they are a mess. And I agree with you, Dylan, that I don't think this kid's going to come in and fix everything. And they're going to be like, okay, time to go back to Jimmy now. Like, or maybe they start Hoyer. Like, I I don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to make another change when they start to lose. Partly because of what Tucker's saying. I did hear a rumor today that um, Davis is broke, like cannot afford the team anymore. Um, Part of that is probably mismanagement. I know they built new facilities. They built that giant new stadium. I don't know if they paid for it or the taxpayers. I imagine it was the taxpayers. But I know that they built a new facility that's like state-of-the-art. Um, they've paid all these big contracts. They are in disarray. And they are probably the worst-run franchise in the league right now, now that uh, Dan Snyder's gone. I think this owner is an absolute... Bobo. He's like a he's like a little man. You know, his dad was this iconic figure in football, just win baby Al Davis, like legend of the game, helped build the league, helped create it into the monster it is today. Um, was a winner, built the big bad Steelers. Um, and this guy is just like I know everybody thinks he's funny because he's got the stupid bowl haircut. I think it's just a picture of who he is. He's just a weirdo goofball and he doesn't know how to deal with the team. As I I've said heard before, the guys like him. huh? I've heard the guys like him. Players love him. Well, he signs the checks. So yeah. I'm sure they do. I'm sure he's not Tim like, Brown. A, I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he's a very likable guy for players. I don't think he's like a douchebag or mean. I think he's just a Bobo. I think he's just an idiot. Um, and I, I think the way he runs his football team shows it. They haven't had success since his uh, father died. At least I think I, so. I can't remember when they were in the Super Bowl. 
I don't remember if Al was, was alive or not. 2002, and then the year after, they ended up going, they won like two games or something. Yeah, like I, but I just, I don't remember if Al was alive or not for that. Uh, I know they, they've had terrible drafts. They drafted uh, Jamarcus Russell, the biggest bust of all time. Um, but I, I think this, this team is, like I just said, never going to be good again. Uh, they don't know how to... They don't know how to manage this. If they sell, maybe, um, maybe if they get fresh blood in there. But I think I think Al or Mark Davis is the worst owner in football right now. Maybe not sports, but he's the worst owner in football now that uh, Schneider's gone. Cam, you're saying Jimmy G is going to be back in two weeks, right? That was three weeks, and this is my reaction. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think they're in tank mode. I agree that yeah, Mark for Davis no is, reason. No, I think there's a reason. I think I think there's only one player on the Raiders that wants to be a Raider right now. And that's Max Crosby. Um, he loves the Raiders. He said, "I was born to be a Raider." He kind of was. Just something you, you don't say. He hey, says that. Oh, he said it. He said, "I was born to be a Raider." He kind of is, um, though. He's right. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's weird, and, he, and if he was in alive in the days of the Pirates, he would have stolen goods from people's ships. Um, <laughs> I think they, they are in tank mode. And, and from the beginning of the season, there were a lot of people saying that the Raiders were the team to tank. I don't think they're out of tank range at all, three and five. Um, I think there's very good reason. If you're going to sit Jimmy during one week that you want to lose, it's against the Giants because Jimmy gives you a chance to win probably. So I, I think it's all... Uh, you know, it's maybe one big last hurrah for Mark Davis. He got a lot of uh, praise, actually, from the former player, Tim Brown. He was the one that says it takes a lot of guts to, to fire a guy midway through the season. He had to make this decision. You know, his dad's made that decision before, and, you know, it worked out for him. So, you know, it, it takes a lot of guts, whatever. I think this is the last and final big move that he has before, uh, you know, if, the, if it's true that he's broke. You know, he's got to win. He's got to find a way to win in the next three years, probably. Please get back in the playoffs. Or else he might have to sell the team. I'll just say this once again, though. I think teams that, per- like, purposely try to tank like this, it it hurts you in the long run. I think you, you build a culture of losing, and it ultimately is a bad thing. Unless they somehow, by a miracle, get Caleb Williams and he's everything he's crocked up to be, and they're able to build a team around him. I don't think that's likely, though. I think teams that purposely, and I, I agree with you, Cam, I think they're purposely trying to lose. Um, maybe it is, Tucker, to value the franchise, because if you know, even if you end up with the number one overall pick, you you get you know a lot of buzz off that. Um, I, if, but the fact that they're purposely trying to lose, I think that hurts your organization, ultimately. Um, all right. Tucker, you got a take? I do. And I sent you guys some information about my take ahead of time. Uh, did you guys see the thing? Uh, there was news that Josh Harris, the new owner of the Commanders, was going to look into if there's any ability for him to trade for Bill Belichick in the offseason. Yes, I've been all over this. Yeah. I think that this trade will happen. I think the Patriots will trade Bill Belichick. I don't know how many first-round picks he's worth, but <laughs> probably at least two to three. 
And I think Bill Belichick turns the commanders around and they win a Super Bowl in the next. I'm going to say in 2027, the commanders win the Super Bowl. So this is. So this is a long haul take. This is a long haul take. Okay. By 2027, let's say. I, I, because he might do it before then. I don't really know. So. I don't want to. I almost made a take that this would happen and that they would hire Josh McDaniels as the offensive coordinator and Matt Patricia <laughs> as the defensive coordinator and rebuild. Well, their offensive coordinator right now is very good. It's the enemy, right? But yeah, I mean, I'm sure if Bill comes in and if you trade for Bill Belichick and he says, "Okay, it's my operation," this I don't is who see. I, want. I don't see the enemy like I don't see him dropping the enemy. Like, I, I know. Okay, that I don't know. McDaniels is this guy. That was gonna I be my take. Just walking away. That was gonna be my take that they rebuild like the 2014, 15, 16 Patriot uh, coaching staff. And I know it hasn't worked pulling assistants away, but if you're pulling everybody in, maybe you do capture that Patriot way. Um. So the thing that makes me think this isn't gonna happen is because it's being reported on. Um. I feel like uh, a, a lot of times these things, when they come out, it's like, okay, now this definitely is gonna happen. Maybe it does. And in terms of a return for Belichick, I wouldn't expect multiple first-round picks. I think you'll get a first if you're lucky. He's a 71-year-old coach. He's not had great results in, the, in recently. You're, being, you're paying him a boatload. Um, I think that it's very unlikely that they are willing to offer multiple firsts for him. I think you're probably looking more at a second or third. Um, I was kidding about the multiple okay. first Okay, but even <laughs> regardless, I, I think it's unlikely that you should get a first. Um, I don't. I really don't know what to make of this report because I've heard a, a Florio, Mike Florio talking about it and he was mm-hmm. like, it kind of makes sense. Now, in this context, it makes sense that the Patriots would have released the extension news for Belichick saying like, we're not going to fire him. You're going to have to come give us something for him. Like, we're not firing him. We're holding on to him. If you want him, you come get him. You pay for him. So who knows the truth? Who knows the truth here? Um, I would. I could actually see this happening. Do I think they'll have success? No. If they do, it would be very interesting. Because that means if he goes in there and he's spurned and he's angry about the way things went here. Maybe he's lost some power in terms of the draft and he's blaming that for why it's gone wrong. If he puts everything he has into it and it looks like he was just being lazy here, that's going to piss me off to no end. Do I think that's possible? Yes. I think he could just be playing out the string for his win total now. I think that's absolutely, I think he's lost his fastball. I've said that. Um, But it realistically, he hasn't shown over the past four or five years, the ability to build a proper roster, to develop a quarterback, to make moves in the trade market, to make moves in the free agent market. Um, and his his offensive talent, you know, his offensive coaching has not looked good. I think it's very unlikely that they're good. Um, but it is interesting that the Redskins traded away two of their best defensive players. They're kind of clearing the books. They're I think they're clearly getting ready for a coaching change. So there is, I think there is smoke to it. And I just, I don't think it's very likely that he'll be traded there. I think, 
I honestly think he's going to play out the string here at this point. That's kind of what I think. I I wish if this happened, I would not be upset. I think it's time for a new start for both parties and um, I'm all for it. But I just I think it's unlikely because it's being reported on anything that gets reported on Bill Belichick. You have to look at with like a slanted eye because who knows what the truth is with that guy. I mean, he was he had a press conference the other day uh, after they did nothing at the trade deadline saying like how he wasn't really involved in the player personnel process, but he's also saying he's in charge. Who knows? So uh, I'm going to disagree just because I think it's it's unlikely, but I'm all for it. Uh, Dill? Um, I, I hope that this is possible. Like, I mean, he's an asset, so like, I, I don't know. I feel like it might be defined somewhere that you can only trade player personnel. No, no. But, they the, the Patriots traded for Bill Belichick, though. They traded a, a, a first-round pick, I think, for him. No way. Really? Yeah. yeah, from the Jets. That's insane. And uh, the, the, the uh, Broncos just did it with Sean Payton. Of all time. The, the Broncos just traded uh, Sean Payton for a first-round pick from the Saints. He was retired, but his rights were still with the Saints, so they had to trade for him. That's insane. Um, so I guess uh, I think this is definitely in the realm of possibility. It would make a lot of sense as to why we've held on to him for so long. Um, on top of you know him still being probably okay, just maybe not the guy he used to be. Um, so I'm all on board. I like this. I, I, I wish I knew this earlier because like, like that this was a possibility because I probably would have been all on board on this was the plan from like two years ago. <laughs> um, so I like it. Do you think they have success? If sure. Belichick goes there? Uh, I like the commies. I, I mean, that doesn't really have anything to do with it, but do you think he can still build a winning team? Probably not. Cameron, your division. Would you be scared of Belichick? Yeah. No. We always have a, uh, we always fare well against Bill when it matters. So <laughs> I, I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be too upset about that. I think it's an interesting concept. I really hope it does happen, just because there's a couple of things that would be really funny. One, if he just continues to suck and it's terrible. Two, if he wins more games than he did with the Patriots. Um, and then the whole Patriots fandom is like, wait, was it Brady? Wait, is Bill actually good? Is the city the problem? Yeah, it but would they, be an absolute, um, it would absolutely, yeah. Mental pretzel brain would yeah. be hilarious. Uh, good, good for the ratings. So I, uh, I'm a big show. fan. I'm an advocate for this. Um, I think Bill would love it there. I know Tucker, you were kind of on top of this a few weeks ago when I made the take that he was going to go. I was going to go to the Raiders. Uh, you said Commanders. I don't know if you remember that, but um, of course, I think he he would like it a because it's a classic franchise, like they're one of the originals. He's in the NFC East again, so he gets to go up against the Giants, which he gets a boner over because um, he loves that franchise. No wonder he lost to him twice in the bowl. And C, he gets to be near Navy, and he can pre- like do joint practices at Navy Field, Navy Navy's Field. He'll he'll lose his mind over that. 
<coughs> All right. Um, that's wasted takes. Let's move on to talk about our teams. Um, both losers this week. I don't have much on the Patriots. I, I think the season is officially dead now. I, I, I did say if they went on a little run here. Uh, I still think they win five, six games, maybe seven. Um, I don't think they're as bad as they were. Um, but now with the Kendrick Bourne injury, maybe that's not the case. Maybe they are going to get a lot worse. He's been majority of receiving. Uh, this game to me against the Dolphins was just personnel. Just they're better. They're faster. They're uh, more in tune with the modern game. Um, and, you know, I I put that on Bill uh, just for the for the lack of, of talent on the roster, the inability to keep up. But that's that's more of a broader view. Uh, the game itself. I mean, I didn't love the defensive game plan of kind of plays play zone that I think comes back to the injuries they have. They can't be as aggressive in the man-to-man. The late touchdown to Waddle was just a coverage mistake when they did play man-to-man. Um, offensively, Mac I thought, played okay, not great, not good. Uh, I don't think terribly. The interception was bad. It was a weak throw. Needed to let that ball go about two seconds earlier. Um, but I don't think he ultimately killed them. They had a chance to go down and score at the end. And they did, and then they couldn't stop him on defense. I will say, I'm not going to blame this game on the refs. We did not lose the game because of the refs, but they were clearly biased towards Miami in this game. And I'm not taking Miami off fraud watch. They're yet to get a win against a winning a team with a winning record. And I think the NFL loves the Dolphins being good because it is an exciting product. Just fast dudes all over the place, deep balls. Um, but I just saw a lot of stuff that was weird. The defensive pass interference on J.C. Jackson in the end zone, who sucked in this game, by the way. Jackson was terrible. But that pass interference was not in pass interference. They picked up a flag on a legal man downfield. Um, there was a bunch of stuff that was just weird. They... they uh, Devontae Parker had a clear head-to-head hit, was not called. They called Juju uh, defending an interception. They called him for unnecessary roughness just because he stood up. And I I didn't I didn't see the play. I'd given up at that point. So I figured he like stood up and looked down at him. He really didn't. He stood up and looked down at the dude that was in front of him. He didn't like flex. He didn't do anything. He just looked at him and then walked away. They called him for, for taunting. Yeah, I never really understood. Was that a penalty on the hit? It was for taunting after the play. I believe it was yeah, taunting. That, that that was bullshit. And the game's over at that point. I don't. I they definitely had an agenda, and it, and it's stupid that the Dolphins get this just because they're an exciting team. Like I said, not blaming them. The Patriots lost the game. Like we would have lost that game with a fair ref. But I just I I think the refs in this league it's getting a little ridiculous. I've said it about the Chiefs. I've said it about the Eagles. They clearly know who their their big up and coming exciting teams are they're going to get the calls maybe that's the case for the patriots and they were good and i just didn't notice it cuz i'm bi- i'm very clearly biased but it seems to me now like it's worse um so i i don't know but i don't have much to say on the game just a bad team versus a good team and i i still think we're going to we're so schedule softening up softening up i do expect them to win this this week, especially against the Commanders team, who's kind of tanking the season, uh, getting rid of their stars, offloading talent. I expect them to win this week. I expect them to be 
uh, right in these next few games. They have the Colts. I expect them to win. The Giants will be a close game. Um, so I think they go on a little run here still, but they're just a bad team. They're a six-win team, seven-win team at max, and uh, we'll be hopefully making changes. But I also doubt that'll happen. Tucker, what did you see in the game? I actually didn't get to watch much of this game, but I did watch a summary of the game. Um, I mean, the zone, I guess, sorry, I thought my internet cut out for a second, but uh, I think the zone is what's needed against this team because there's just no DBs in the NFL that can man up on Tyree Kill and Jalen You There's just not fast enough players in the NFL to do such a thing. Um, as for the, as for overall, I think the Patriots just aren't that good of a team. We've lost all of our best players at this point, though. I mean, our two best players on defense this year were Christian Gonzalez, Josh Uche, and Matthew Judon. Uche's not very all good. All of them are gone. Uche's well, not gone. Uche was projected. I mean, he's gone right now. He's been gone for the last. All right, he was weeks. out for that game. He's and the game before, and the game before. He's been out for three weeks now. Has he? Or maybe that's why I haven't noticed him. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he hasn't played. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's not surprising to me that we're not playing well because we were a team that was already low on talent that then lost every strong player on our team. All of the strongest positions on our team – we're out. The defense, I like. I think this defense can be good at full power, and I think that's why we didn't really, we weren't sellers at the trade deadline because I think it's like, look, our team sucks right now. They're going to be bad for a bit, but they have the potential to be a good team in the future. Um, I kind of thought we were going to trade Ezekiel. Uh, they t- they they. Uh, I heard that before. People called about it. Yeah, I mean. I wouldn't have blamed us if we did. So I wouldn't you know, have hated especially it, that player. But, uh, that player is kind of useless to us. Like he's he's not terrible. Like I don't dislike yeah, I him. Yeah, I wouldn't have hated it, but I don't. I also don't think he's like. I do think he's a decent player. Yeah, on but, but he's just not very necessary for us right now. Yeah, I do agree. That's a and guy like a free agent. we could have got. Yeah, he's a free agent at the end of the year anyway. You were only going to get like a sixth for him. I mean, I don't care. Keep him. That's not a big deal. Yeah, I just a six isn't that much. I don't think he'd carry enough trade value for it to be like important for us to have offload him. Like Josh Uche, you can make a better pitch for because maybe he had value. But I think that his value has been brought down by the fact he hasn't really played this year. Which, I mean, if. You know, if the people that were looking at him were offering thirds and fourths for him, then I understand why we didn't give him up because I wouldn't want to give him up for a fourth either. But uh, that's just all speculation. Um, we're not talking about the trade deadline yet, I know. So I'm just going to finish off with keep tanking. That's what we need now. We need a tank. I understand that. It's bad. It's the best thing for the franchise at this point. There's a lot of players of need that are really high picks in this draft available. So I'd love to get one. Uh, Dill, any opinions on the game? Um, I think we... It came down to just minor mistakes. Uh, 
defense kind of falling apart a little bit, but that's what you get when you play the two fastest wide receivers, basically. The two, the two fastest duo, for sure, but, you know, a couple of fastest players to play the game. So, uh, Cam, you got anything on the Patriots? Or the Dolphins, for that matter? Uh, Cameron is not with us, or he is not muted, or he's not unmuted, or his button's not working. Um, all right, uh, the Giants will go to. Um, no, I am here. I'm here. Did you have any thoughts on the Patriots or Dolphins? Uh, no, I I agree with you. I know I don't think the refs were great in that game. Dolphins fans have also complained about bad refs in other games. It maybe. Helped them out there. I don't think it really affected the game. They're a better team. Um, all right. Giants, very tough loss this week. Tyrod uh, goes down. We got to see Tommy DeVito, friend of the podcast. Big Tommy DeVito fan. Um, put them in the spot to win the game, to, to ice it. Um, they miss a field goal. The Jets sack up, drive down the field, uh, get the field goal. Even though there was some uh, talk about maybe the spotting of the ball being wrong, um, and the Jets force OT and end up taking the win, very tough loss for you guys. Um, yeah, I mean that that that's a tough one, and I understand you're at your third string QB at that point. In terms of the the spotting of the ball, I I thought the ref went up and tapped it from what I saw. He did. They're, yeah, they're good. They're good there. Yeah, I thought I th- I didn't think um, that was that was yeah. wrong. So yeah, the thing good. was, apparently he needs to place it. It was like the tap is a confirmation. You're good. That's what I thought, too. I, I almost understand it a lot more than more fans. Because, look, refs aren't as fast as players. They're not going to be able to get, the, get down there as fast. You can't really blame the end of the game ending because the ref wasn't fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we need college football rules. Yeah. Wait, so does the ref have to spot it? Technically, yes, but a tap of the ball does count as a confirmation. So the, the center put it on the ground. Oh, 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 oh. The center put it and on the ground. The ref, the ref walked up, touched the ball, said, you're good, and then they snapped and spiked it. Smart play by the center. Yeah, but, I mean, that's a really tough one. The, J- the Jets aren't a terrible, terrible team. They're in some tough waters right now. It sounds like Rodgers is going to come back, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot to bring that up. Huge winter May sand workouts. Oh, yeah, he's he's crediting the sand. He, he likes he sand. Did. He, he did. He said more people should do it. Yeah. And You uh, and him are very cool. similar for a guy you don't like. You know, <laughs> He loves it. Has um, a try in his house. I might just sure. start wearing turtlenecks. <laughs> he like, loves exclusively. it. Um, but, I mean, you guys are... You're getting DJ back. You're in a similar position to us where you're going into a softer part of your schedule. It's crazy. The, 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 are these two teams are the friggin' same? Like, really? They're the same team, and they're the ones we talk about on the show the most. So I don't really have much to say on them. Tough season so far. You know, I think you guys are in for a tough year, just like us. You guys are better than you've shown. And um, who knows? I think we are – did we jump you guys in the in the pick department? No, I think we still got to beat by one. All right, uh, go ahead. What do you think? Uh, I know you wanted um, to win this game, so I did want to win this game. 
I think we we absolutely win this week. We played the new head coach Antonio Pierce. Though here's the thing: he's the new head coach. He was the Giants linebacker for the Super Bowl Pro Bowler um, in 07. So there's there's going to be some bad blood there. We are favored. We are not favored. We are plus one and a half. Oh, that's a good one. And uh, and I'm bad. I'm batting. We have Daniel Jones. Danny, Danny is back. They're starting Aiden O'Connell. You know, you know, GF fired, head coach fired. I don't, I don't see how he loses this one. We lose this up. Well, I don't know. Unless they have a Rich Basicki like guy that's mm-hmm. taking over now. Um, talk any thoughts on the G-Men or the Jets? Um, this game was a heartbreaker for me. I, they were in my big round robin parlay one of two legs that didn't hit so a lot of money lost on it um it's a real shame i like them i mean i think that they're gonna be i like them next week i really do i think that they i just don't think they're as bad as people make them out to be i agree with that Dell. Um, it just, obviously, it just need to score. They've been playing good, good D and, Gotta get points like, not, there. <laughs> and really not, like, blowing games, it seems. Just not scoring enough points. Yeah, uh, gotta have more points. Uh, Cam, give me a, uh, grade for Tommy DeVito. Um. Knowing that he's not, C- like, a top C- prospect. C-minus. C-minus, even C- though he's, th- he wasn't supposed to be anything. Yes, C minus because he 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 didn't uh, complete a pass. Yeah, well, that's that's <laughs> got to do that. Game manager. I love Tommy. I hope he works out. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, trade deadline. Uh, big moves. Chase Young to a stack Niners team. What a fun team. That's how you, that's how you manage your football team. You have a guy on a rookie deal who might not be that good. You just put good talent around him. You say, F the picks. We're going to get a Super Bowl. We've been so close for so many years. We're going to get one. What a fun team. Um, I have problems with Chase Young. I don't know. He's he, He's been injured a lot. Um, but maybe this will be a good change of scenery for him. I, I just I know that field in Washington sucks, so that's probably part of it. But um, – what else? Uh, we talked on Josh Dobbs. We mentioned that um, early. I actually don't hate it. I I think you're done with Kirk after this year. You're not really in a spot, right? I mean, I guess they kind of are in a spot where they could tank. But again, like I said, if you're trying to still win, even though you're bad, I think that's better than just selling on the season. I don't know who their backup is. I'm sure they could have probably spent more to go and get um, a better guy, but I I don't hate the move. Um, in terms of the Patriots doing nothing, not shocked. Uh, really highly doubted they were going to move on from guys, even given the state of the team. My one caveat is I want extensions for Uche on Winu and Duggar. Even if you don't think they're great players, extend them. Because if you if they walk for nothing, then you're doing a bad job. You could have gotten 
hell, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth. You could have packaged those to move up to the third, move up to the second, move up to the first. Package your picks, make moves, be aggressive in the draft, go after good players. If they let these dudes walk, and I promise you one of them is going to walk for free. I promise you that's going to happen. It's ridiculous because we're not competing. We're not going for a Super Bowl. We're not like if you – I think these are all good players. They're good young players. I like Uche. I don't love him. I would have been fine dealing him. I think he's a very situational pass rusher. I like Onwenu. He's had flashes of greatness, especially when they move him to uh, tackle. Um, I like him there. I like Duggar. Duggar had a really good game this week. He's had – I think he's a little overrated. But I think he's a solid building block. I think these are three solid building blocks for the future. I'm I'm fine with you keeping them if you extend them. If you're not going to extend them and you're not and you're going to be cheap and not pay them, trade them. That's my whole thing there. We had a trade with the Giants, Cam, which you're cool with. Tucker thinks it might have been an overpay, I think, um, or an underpay, maybe. I don't remember. But you guys. Got- uh, I. I said I asked him what he thought of it because I didn't know much about because I said I didn't know much. Okay, I I don't have much else on the trade deadline. I think those were like the big big ones, unless I'm totally blanking on some. Um, I heard there were some deals that fell through. I think a Giants corner was supposed to be traded and wasn't. Uh, if it, it fell through, or maybe it was it? I don't remember. I don't remember the trade deadline. I was I was not locked in. I don't really care. I think the NFL trade deadline is kind of boring. It, nothing major, major ever happens around this time. Um, I think the Chase Young deal is a big deal, but I don't think it's like going to make the 49ers any better than they already are. They're already nasty on defense. So, uh, Tucker, any trades that you want to discuss? Anything that stuck out to you in this deadline? Any? Uh, I mean, no, you kind of touched on the uh, Patriots, but anything else on their perspective? I anything was you want? Shocked that Montez Sweat went for a second. Wow. Um, Chase Young went for a third. I thought they'd be the same value. I think they like what they perform is similar, and Chase Young has a higher upside. I don't know. I think he's going to be now a monster. I I tell you, I think there's something up with him. I think he might be like a not a great teammate or something. Like I feel like there's concerns I, I there. Think so too. I think so too. I do agree with that. He's going to be so good at the 49ers, though. He, like, you can't even double him on that when they're going up on that O-line. That's the issue, is that you can't double him. So he is going to murder people. I don't know. I like that trade. Uh, or that, yeah, that trade. Um. Does the trade deadline ever have player for player trades? Is that does that ever happen? It happens, but rarely. I, I was just curious. I feel. Like I mean, I've I never, feel like if you're I've a team that's trying to compete and win now, you're not going to want to give up legit pieces for another legit piece. It's kind of like stagnant. Like, why would you do that anyway? Um, no, that's fair. So it happens though, but very rarely. I never see it, um, but. What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Um, the Patriots, I do agree with you, Trey. You got to keep these guys now that you didn't, you didn't give them. You're muted. You muted yourself. And we've lost Tuck. Oh, it said, 
it said Cam muted me. Um, Controversy on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know what he didn't like that I was saying, but it's whatever. Um, I, I think that you got to keep at least two out of three. I feel like someone's going to always walk. I feel like that always happens. Um, but you got to keep at least two of the three. I mean, these are pieces. They're guys that, you know, maybe they won't be the best players, but they feel solid. I mean, Enueno feels like a very solid guy. Uche feels like... He might You muted him again, Cam. He muted you again. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Cam's just pissed at me. But uh, Uche is a guy that I feel like might get overpaid by someone. Someone's going to pay a lot of money for him. And then who's the third? Duggar. And Duggar, I say pay him. Pay him whatever he wants. I really like Kyle Duggar. I think he's a baller. Um, so, yeah. I say pay the guys. Get the – I mean, these are all pieces that we're going to need. Make, uh, actually, their safeties are pretty good. But, um, yeah. They need pay a the legit guys. free safety. They have a lot of good strong safeties. They need a legit free safety. Um, Dylan, do you have any thoughts on the deadline? I don't know how tapped in you are to this. Um. I don't really have much on it. Um, I was really expecting the Pats, and I don't know. I don't know not. why people were expecting them to make moves. I, it just it's I, so I expected like, them to really think about um, getting rid of uh, Zeke, but that was about it. Yeah, there was a lot of people wondering if Mac was going to move, and I think that's ridiculous to even wonder. They don't have another quarterback. It's like they do not have one. So he's your guy for the for the year. Um, Cam, your team. I want Malik Cunningham. Uh, he's not on the team anymore, Tucker. He's been he's on the practice squad. Um, he's still on the team. Cam, your team did make a move. You also take offense to the uh, the uh, Vikings move. Any any thoughts you want to share on anything in the trade deadline? Anything and everything? Chase Young. Cam, some sums up Cam. He's muting people. He's not coming off mute. He might be committing a murder. What was the Giants trade? Does anybody remember? It was, what's his name up front? Uh, Dexter Lawrence. Dexter, no, they didn't trade Dexter Lawrence. It wasn't Dexter yeah, they traded. No, it wasn't. That's their best player. Giants trade. Um, Leonard Williams. That's who it was. Same thing. They traded Leonard Williams to the Seahawks for a 2024 second round pick and a 2025 fifth round pick. I think Cam might be asleep. Um, so we'll just, we'll just continue moving along. Um, other news in the NFL, obviously Kirk Cousins down for the year. We had the Broncos with the upset of the season being the Chiefs for the first time since 2015. Uh, I'm not concerned about the Chiefs. I think Mahomes had a case of the poopy pants. He was sick all week and uh, did not play well. Uh, also, Taylor Swift curse being talked about. Whenever she's not there, Kelsey plays poorly. And uh, she's obviously in tour right now. Maybe could have some playoff implications down the road. He's a bit of a show pony now. 
He may have given her the keys to his talent, and he cannot play without her in presence. So, um, the girlfriend curse. Yeah, girlfriend curse. We, we're all aware of it, I imagine. Uh, you know, you, you start to perform worse when you got a girlfriend. So, um, what else happened in the NFL? Anything crazy? Um, the Panthers won a game. Panthers won. I almost picked I the Texans them. in the pit parlay last week. And I didn't because I think somebody on this podcast said this is going to be their first win. That's what Cam and I were saying that. Yeah. I told I told guys that worked uh, who were like betting, uh, just figuring out what they wanted to play this week. Um, they were riding high on the Texans, and I was like, "This is an absolute like surefire uh, upset right here." It's hard to lose every single game. Yeah, You're no. Win once. I, it's, it's only been done twice, I believe. By the Lions and the Browns, um, so they were bound to win. It is one. hard to do. It is hard to do, um, especially when you're going up against great teams. Yeah. Um, what else did we have? I'm trying to remember. I cannot remember a thing from this weekend. I was violently hungover from an excellent party that Dylan threw, um, and I watched oh. the Patriots. And then I didn't know how bad you, shape you were in. Oh, I was I was bummed. Oh, Trey um, was rough. Yeah. I mean, you should know how drunk I was, Tucker, from the actions that we took part in together. So, um, I, I, um, I don't really have much on the NFL other than that. Uh, we are, we did, we are in the sports equinox. There was a sports equinox the other night. All four major leagues played. Um, I guess we can touch on the World Series. Lowest ratings ever for a World Series. They are behind the WNBA Finals in terms of viewers. No way, really. Yeah. Uh, I think it was in. Is, I think it is was baseball dead. I think it was nine points, uh, like nine point four for the WNBA fire finals, nine point four million and nine point two for the World Series. I mean, that was just game one, though. I think. I don't know. I think it was game two or three that the viewership was really low. I I don't remember the stat, but I read it today. Um, <laughs> so I mean, Dill, are you watching the World Series? I have it on. <laughs> So, yeah, he's doing a not. show. He can't be super locked in. Um, but I mean, I'm not locked into it. I'll be honest with you. I don't really care. I'd like the Texans to. The, I do that every time. I'd like the Rangers to win. Um, but I, it really doesn't bother me either way. I don't dislike any team. I don't like either team. Um, so I'm rooting pretty hard for the Diamondbacks to win. Now I know so there was I know there was some scuttlebutt about the umps the other night. Dill, did you watch that game? I heard that the umps decided a game on a bad call. Um, I did not hear that. Okay, so no one's locked that's, into it. That's not. Yeah, I'm not in tune with it that much. Um, what's the series at right now? I know the Diamondbacks were uh, no three one three, 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 three one. And it was 0-0 last I checked, and Gallon for the uh, D-backs was throwing a no-hitter. Yeah, but what, um, that's, that's what I had exciting. saw. What is the series at? 2-1? 3-1. The series itself is at 3-1. Yeah. So if the Rangers win tonight, they win the World Series. Oh, it's it's 3-1, Rangers up 3-0 in the top of the ninth. So the Rangers are going to win the World Series tonight. 
Um, probably. That's bananas. I thought it was like game three. <laughs> so, I mean, that just goes to show you, teams are still willing to pay to, uh, you know, win and it works. So maybe that'll be a lesson to the Sox. Um, although the owner, you know, who knows what he wants to do. But congratulations to the Rangers. Creed carries them through. Creed going on tour again. Um, getting a bit of a, a revive. And sorry for those snakes lovers out there. Uh, Cam will be disappointed to hear this. But um, any thoughts on the World Series, Dill? On baseball season coming to a close? Um, I think it was nice to have, you know, two teams that you would have never expect to be in the World Series. The guy in the Rangers is an absolute was it bad dog. For, was it bad for baseball? Three, Two-run homer, Rangers up 5-0 now, top of nine. Was it bad for baseball to have two market teams? Because the World Series is clearly not being watched. No. Okay. It is definitely bad for baseball. Go off, Tuck. It is awful for baseball, and I'm pissed because I had a future on the Rangers, and I sold out of it so I could put all of it on the Phillies. Um, wish I didn't, obviously, now. but um, Winner Tuck didn't vote for his own pick on the poll, even though because it, it was proven wrong of, immediately. Of course it's bad for baseball. Like, you're getting worse ratings in the WNBA Finals. How can you look at that and be like, no, it's fun because, like, the little guys are in it? No, no, no. If the Phillies were in this World Series versus the Astros, the ratings would be triple. That would be good for baseball. The Phillies in the World Series would have been good for baseball. This is not good for baseball at all. This is terrible. Like, this is just the sports dying, and you're like, eh, well, you know, at least it's fun. Boo. Boo this idea of like it's just like an everybody wins you know everyone deserves to get a championship no if you're fun be more fun if you want to win a championship like make people fucking watch the I world don't think series. it's because they're not fun it's just because nobody in those areas are, cares about baseball. are these games even sold out do we know they must are be. there empty seats in the stands i'm not sure i'm not sure either i watched <laughs> i watched i think i watched a, a half an inning of this world series. It's on at the restaurant, and someone asked if they could change it. They're like, hey, can we put on the Celtics game? I was like, yeah, no one's watching this. Not a single person. There was 10, there was 20 guys at the bar. Not a single person contested changing off the Rangers game to a Celtics regular season game. I'll say. The thing is, is I don't think ratings have anything to do with success in terms of a, a league for one championship. Like, it's it, it, this is one time. If there's small market teams that aren't, they don't have giant fan bases, it, 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 this notion that, like, big stars, big rate, like, big stars and big markets equal good and small markets not as big stars equals bad is just kind of ridiculous in my opinion. I mean, if they marketed their sport better, marketed their players better, maybe this would be more exciting. Couldn't tell you one person on the Rangers outside of Nathan Avaldi Because he was a Red Sox. Yeah. Who cares? So part of it's on the end. So I'll say this. I think it is bad for baseball, but it shouldn't be. I think this is baseball's fault. I don't think, the only thing that this is bad for is like people who like Paid to put their 
ads in the World Series. Like, this isn't bad for the league. But it's not going to yeah, really like, grow the sport. Having less people watch your game is bad. Yeah, but but this but this doesn't mean that there's less fans. Like you, you, this doesn't mean that it's less fans of of baseball two weeks ago as versus this week. You know, but it also it's doesn't the mean there's more fans. So. No, it does matter if there's more fans because that's where you're. It doesn't mean where, there's more. No, yeah, true, yeah, but I'm I'm saying it doesn't. It's not a negative impact. I would say less people watching your sport is bad, but it's not less people. This is a good debate. I like. It's this. not less people invested in the sport. It's yeah, just, no, it is. It's no, exactly it's, that. It's, no, it's not. Trey, 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 Trey. Would you be invested in this if the Phillies were in the World Series? I probably would have watched. I, I probably would have watched more intently. Yeah, but Trey's not. I would have been Trey is not now. Trey is now not a baseball fan, like or not not a baseball fan. He's still a baseball fan, just because he's not. Your team. I'm a filthy casual when it in, comes to baseball. Don't watch. Don't watch. You know, seven days worth of baseball. Right? It's not like they're not going to go pay to go to a game next season. For the team that they want to watch, it's just that these two teams are smaller market teams with less fans. That's all less fans. Less it's probably rating. better. I, it's simply it's simply probably better because it's building up the smaller markets. Is it though? Because no one's watching. I think you think if these two teams you both have valid play, points. You think if these two teams play next year in the World Series that the ratings are going to be worse? They, they might be. be similar. They might be. They People might be. be. Like, These guys again. I'm not watching this again. That like, is, that is kind thing. of a point because people were getting sick of the, the rain, the Astros, Dodgers. People were getting sick of that. I heard that. Yeah, but that's the Super Bowl target. That's like an entirely different argument. I think it's too many games. I think they got to play one game for the championship. <laughs> I think that would that would have great ratings. It's like the the wild card games. Um, either way, congrats to the Rangers. I don't think I'd watch still. Oh, I'd watch that. That's drama. That'd be insane. Um, I want to make it clear that I don't actually advocate for that, but it's interesting. Um, NBA started. Uh, Celtics are undefeated. Um, the Clippers traded for James Harden in one of the weirdest moves ever. Uh, I'm not super locked into anything outside of Celtics. I think they are fun. I know, Dylan, you hate basketball. The Celtics are kind of worth investing in this year. They are legitimate. They play good basketball. The worst thing about them is Jason Tatum's crying for fouls. Other than that, they play great team basketball. They play great defense. So this is my pitch to you to invest in the Celtics. Watch a couple games here and there. And I think they are going to be very, very good. It will come down to if they can do it in the playoffs and if Porzingis can stay healthy. And I'll tell you one thing that I've taken away from watching these first three Celtics games. I did not watch the next game. They beat the Pacers. They're now 4-0. The first game, Jalen Brown had a terrible... They did not just beat the Pacers. They murdered the Pacers. They also murdered the the team the other night. The... uh, What team? Washington. They murdered Washington. Washington Wizards, by the way, very stupid franchise. Like, why are they Wizards? They should have a better mascot. Either way. I forget that they exist, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's like me with, with like, um, 
the Calgary Flames. I forget they exist. Or the Winnipeg Jets. I forget they exist sometimes. Um, but I will say this. Opening game, Christoph Sprzingis played really well. Jalen Brown did not. People started saying, obviously overreaction. We do a weekly show. So people started saying, oh, maybe Christoph is the number two. Jalen Brown's the number three now. Jalen Brown has responded by being very good in the past two games. I can't speak to his numbers tonight. But the past two games, he was unbelievable against the Wizard. So maybe they're starting to sack up a little bit. It's worth investing in them. I'm all in on them. I think they can win a championship. I really do. And I think that they finally have fixed. I think, honestly, I think Marcus Smart was a major problem for them, unfortunately, as much as I love the guy. Um, I was just about to say, it was either it was, he must have been the problem. I think he thought he was better than he was, and he was not facilitating the offense correctly as a result. Um, I think he's a what grinder. What did he get for him in the trade? Uh, I don't think much. Maybe a trade exemption or... I, I can't remember. It, it was he was part of the Porzingis deal? No, Porzingis was a free agent. I can't. No, Porzingis was a trade. I think was he? Maybe maybe it was Porzingis. Yeah, no, we did get Porzingis. It was a three way trade. Though. Jones. Highest Jones. Never heard of him. Two outs, bottom of the ninth. Tucker, any any thoughts on basketball in general? I don't know how locked in you are to the rest of the league as compared. To the I am not. Um, I heard Steph Curry is going to drop twenty five tonight. Um, I did not but, take that bet because I knew if I did, it was going to lose. Um, as for this, uh, as for the Celtics, championship or bust, I think, is the yeah, motto this year. It has to be. Uh, Their but, window's closing. Hey, way, way to build a solid team. I think this is showing that Brad Stevens is a great GM. He's a fantastic GM. He's not afraid he just, to let go of people. He just gets basketball. He's very, very good at it. And it's, it's he should have been in this role from the jump. He is a much better GM like, than he is a coach. Which I don't blame him for. He's I just think, not a relatable I think leader. having a coach's mind at, at a GM position is so important and gets overlooked in some aspects. Having a guy that understands like what a team actually needs versus like who's the biggest name. Like, I don't think Chris Dobbs is, like, at the top of anyone's list. Is like, guys, people need to go get. Yeah, no. Very uh, undervalued player. I mean, we'll see because he's injury prone. And if he gets hurt, then we'll be like, well, we had to expect this. Um, Dylan, you got any NBA thoughts? I know you're not a big um, fan. I think the Brad Stevens thing, um, GM and all that jazz, it comes down to, I think, collaboration within an organization if you have a coach and gm that are on the same page that bodes extremely well for your organization and i feel like there's some there's some teams probably that just don't have that and having a coach be your gm coach minded guy be your gm you know it can be like i feel like that can be like a dynamic duo um, obviously I think GMs are, you know, very invested in the team, but I don't know. I don't know. That's just a little thought experiment. Huh? Um, to also talk about another Boston team that is playing very Rangers well. Rangers win. Congratulations to the Rangers. No one Take cares. Take me higher. 
Take no more and to end. Um, the Boston Bruins. Yes, sir. Are playing extremely well. Um, I Eight, went oh, to. One, right? I went. Uh, is what is it? They're at 8-0-1. 8-0-1. Um, they've won, I think, 79 of their last 100 games, which is preposterous. Yeah, 8-0-1. Um, the one game that they lost, guess oh, who was in attendance? Me. I went to the game uh, and watched them blow a two-goal lead in the last minute and then lose in overtime. So that's just kind of how things go with me. I'm not surprised. But, um, yeah, they're playing really well. Uh, they kind of vanquished the boogeyman the other night. They were playing very, very poorly against the Panthers. Came back and won the game in overtime. Um, they have a point in every single game they've played. They are looking to be the same team they were last year so far. Now, I know Dylan has... The best regular season team? Dylan, they are a fantastic regular season team. Dylan has them on fraud watch. Um, have you moved off that at all, Dylan? No. Okay. So the, the thing is, again, is six games into the season, five out of six games, they played literally the bottom three teams last year and probably will be the bottom three teams this year. Um, it's not that I don't think they're good. I think they're great. I think the record is just a little bit misleading um, still. I mean, the game they played with against the Panthers was – a fantastic, you know, mental change between periods to come out, get get the job done, you know, you know, just play. It, it bodes well for a team that can play that well being behind against a very good team. So like, even if they didn't win the game, it's still that game boosts my confidence in their ability more so than like, uh, you know, beating the Sharks 4-1 to one like we did because the Sharks are terrible, you know? So it's like, uh, I think that they're, they've are they done better than expected, obviously. I think they're playing in general, like record aside, better than expected. And I think, I think they'll come back down to earth a little bit at, at some point. Um... But, but again, defense is outstanding. Goaltending is outstanding. The offense will be their downfall. Uh, but they've been scoring enough. So I'm ready to, I'm ready to put them as like a, a contender, you know, to be an, a, a top team. But I still think, I don't think you could put them in the same realm as the team last year. I, I agree with that. I don't think they're as good as they were last year, and I think they're inflated. But I think they're going to be a playoff team, as I've said. Uh, we'll just see if they can put it together. Um, anything else from NHL you want to touch on, Dill, at all? Anything around the league interesting you? Um, the Bruins play the Leafs tomorrow. Um, the Leafs obviously a very good team. I watched them play yesterday against the Kings. They've lost. Um, they are a weird team. They're, they're so dynamic or they're, they're so, uh, like bipolar. They have like tremendously good offensive scoring, uh, offensive abilities playing very well in the opposing, 
D zone, but they they suck at defense. They suck at transition defense, and they just stink just in their own zone. So it's just funny to watch because I don't like the Leafs. It's just, and they've had that issue for years. Um. All right. One last thing, we're gonna. I think we're gonna skip this, guys, because Cam's asleep and the podcast is off the off the wheels anyway. Um, but we did not build our parlay. Um, if you guys could get out the lines and take a look. Um. Oh, I have every dog this week. Every dog. Every dog. Can we just do a parlay where it's just every underdog? No. You can advertise that on your own time. Hungry dogs run faster. Parlay. So you have you have the commanders. I like the command. Yeah, that's one. Oh, okay. No, no, I can't do it. You know I can't fucking bet the commanders, (laughs) but... So there's a couple games I'm interested here. I I really am seeing... Every other week. This week I'm seeing the board clearly. Um... I don't know if we want to. Do we want to take the Giants or should we leave them for Cam at one and a half underdogs? I love that line. I love Chargers minus three and a half. I love that line. I love Kansas City minus one and a half against the Dolphins. I don't like that one. Oh, the Dolphins again have not beaten a winning record team. Chiefs are coming off a bad loss. I'm going to do... I do love the Chiefs. I think that's an easy win. But if Dylan hates it... Go ahead, you do it. I'm going to. I'm going to go Chiefs minus one and a half. I think that's a lock. Someone pick a number between one and 14. Nine... All right, one and two. One. All right, Rams plus three and a half at Packers. Lock it in. I like it. I actually like that. Is no um, one going to take the Chargers my, minus three and a half? I don't like too many bets this week. You know what? The <sighs> only game I don't like is Bill Bengals. That could go either way. I have no idea. Oh, I love the Bills in that game. Mar Hamlin revenge game. You know what? I'm going to go with a favorite, which is just against every gambler. But I love the Falcons minus four and a half against the Vikings. Uh, Heineke's starting. Heineke's starting. Who the hell is starting for the Vikings? No one knows. Yeah, I don't know who they're back with this. It's not going to be, it's what's Justin, his name? There's no way that he learned the offense. There's no Justin Jefferson. There's no Kirk Cousins. They're this is the find type out. of game that they win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to find out us. that it turns out that Kirk Cousins was good all this time. All this years of being like, oh, Kirk's good, Kirk's good. Nope, you were wrong all these years. He was actually very good. All right. And he was the only thing that kept your poverty franchise afloat. He is the only thing I like about that team. Well, I love Jay Jettis, but I, I was about to say you're not. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. I don't like Kirk Jay Cousins Jettis. as a football player. I think he's a loser, but I like him as a human being. 
He went to the charity event after his season ending. Class. Class yeah. act. All right. We've got Chiefs, minus one and a half. We've got Rams, plus three and a half. And we've got Vikings, plus. Or no, Falcons, min- Falcons minus four and a half. And if you want the rest of our parlay, you'll have to follow us on our socials at Wasted Takes. Once we get Cam's pick, we will tweet it out. Um, I think that's all we've got, unless you guys want to do a quick list, guys. Worst things to do on a pod. Number one, I'll take falling asleep. We're going to need, I think, to open the show next week, an explanation from Cam on what happened tonight. Yeah, yeah. Between yeah. No, Noah, I'm going to say an apology. Between yeah, between and muting Tucker, a, a written apology, that a written apology, and the secret word. Secret word. What's the secret word? He's Sasquatch. online right now, but he's Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Done. Secret word. All right, that's our show. Thanks for getting wasted with us. We'll see you next week. Yep. Bye.